Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years. Torah isn't education, it's transformation. This is Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. We are back as we do every Monday between 2 to 3 where we discuss education, we discuss Chinuch, we discuss therapy we discuss everything that will make us be better people we discuss everything that will put us in the direction of influencing our families ourselves our communities how to be the people we want to be in the world we want to be going towards the world of success accomplishment and so much more i'm going to start today's show with saying something that i've never said on the show before and as somebody mentioned last week on the show it's it's been eight years so i think it's a fair time and what I'm going to say now is that I think today, if you have a child between the ages of, I'd say, grade 9 to 12, then cancel all your meetings for the next hour or whatever you need to do and stay tuned for the show. Because I think this is important for the future. This is important for what we need to do for academics. And this is important for knowing we, where we are heading with opportunities for our next generation. So it's that important. Although, if it's not about you sending in questions, then the truth is that we do have a podcast and you could listen to it afterwards if it's that urgent. But otherwise, if you can listen and you are free to send any question you have, because I haven't even said who's here, but you're going to know in a minute, very important people. 34519 is the SMS line or Telegram 0618951019. Or you could even call 0870551818. So today... What all parents need to know is what we're going to be discussing today. We are here discussing high schools from Tilmetric and going forward from there. In studio today, I have with me um, a few very um, influential people, I'd say, in the community that have influenced education uh, tremendously. Here with Rabbi Ricky Sif, who is the general director at the South African Board of Jewish Education. And with him, we have Confidence Dicolo, who is the CEO of the IEB. We all know how dominant the IEB is in our communities. We all know about the IEB, heard about the IEB, and still we're going to learn about the IEB today with Confidence. And then we have Dino Angolo, who is Dino Angelo, who is the head of King David High School's Linksfield Academics. So and discussing the subjects and everything that we need to know. So as I said, if you have a child in high school, then this is a show you cannot miss either here or in podcast. Anything you would want to learn about what the students are studying and doing today in school or what's happening in the academic and future world for them, 34519 is the SMS line. Telegram is 061-895-1019 or you could call at 087-055-1818. And we're going to dive right into meeting the people. However, a short break and we will be off to our journey. The Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years. 101.9 We are back and we are going to dive right into our discussion about education, about what's happening in high schools today, specifically the IEB, and really more so what is the future holding for our students, what is the future holding for our community, for our next step, I guess, for South African culture, 
world and everything that we need to do in order to be successful in the upcoming future years. And for that, we I'm here with, as I said, Rabbi Ricky Sif, who is the General Director at South African Board of Jewish Education, Confidence Dicolo, who is the head of the IEB in South Africa, I'd say, right? Right, South Africa, throughout the country. Unbelievable. And Dino Angelo, who is the head of uh, the academics at King David Linksfield. Let's first meet all of you, and then we're going to start diving into the different topics. Good afternoon, Rabbi Sif. I'll start with you, as I think most of our listeners know you already, but just to introduce you, Rabbi. Good morning, Rabbi. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having us. I don't feel like a stranger at all um, with Chai FM or with yourself. It's a real pleasure to be here. Um, and like the Rabbi mentioned at the start of the conversation, I think a lot of parents today um, and now perhaps more than ever looking at the options for their children. Where do they look? How do they make sure they're prepared? What subjects should they choose? What degrees should they be looking to study? Um, should they study in South Africa? Can they study abroad? And all these questions are really uh, floating around in the minds of parents today and of our students as well. Um, so we've got some wonderful people with us today in the studio and I hope that uh, all of us can help shed some light and give a bit of direction to the parents out there today. Amazing. So let's get a bit of an understanding. Good afternoon and confidence. Thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you for having me. Okay, it's a great honor. You are the CEO of the IB Correct. and the head of the IB. We all know about the IB, but shortly, what is the role of the IB in education and your role within the organization? Just so we get a bit of an understanding of the IB. So, <clears throat> the IB is the one of the three assessment bodies that we have in South Africa. Um, we have the IEB, we have the DBE, we have the other ass assessment body called Sakai. All of the three assessment bodies actually assess the national curriculum statement, CAPS curriculum. Um, okay. Different exams, but the same curriculum that we assess, that we offer. And so the IEB has really um, proven to be one of the leading assessment agencies um, globally, if I can say that. And this is backed up by work that we do at the IEB. And our work, work that we do at the IEB is really based on res ongoing research that then informs um, all our offerings in terms of assessments that we offer and how we do our exams, how we set our papers, and so on and so forth. Um, so really, as I'm saying, the IEB is, has come to be known as that leading assessment agency. And, and, and not only are we about the end of the year exam, the metric exam, but it's about enhancing the learning experience of these learners um, so that when they leave school, they then have something that they can, you know, um, tap back onto. Confidence, it's I feel like you're answering my next question. Sure. Because my next question was about to be, not long ago I interviewed, there was a whole full of principals around the table here. Right. From Jewish schools, not Jewish schools, community, outside community, and it was very clear that the IEB is the leading body of assessments and most of the schools actually were under the IB. And what I was going to ask you is exactly wh why. Why is it so attracting to so many of the private schools and that ability to stick to the IB and do what is a specialty? Sure. As I was saying, Rabbi, and thank you for that question, and I think it's important for us to outline this, that um, for, for the IEB, really interest is not only in the year-end exam. 
that comes at the end of grade 12. But it's really to enhance that whole learning experience. So we've got different programs and offerings in place uh, to make sure that we give these learners an enriched learning experience. If I can just share a few. Um, let me start with the, with, the, with the Further Studies program, which I think schools are familiar with, and I would like to believe that most of the King David schools do have learners that take part in this. <clears throat> These are subjects that are offered at a different level. The Further Studies program has been benchmarked <clears throat> by actors in the UK, okay. and they've been found to be comparable. <clears throat> No they've, been, they've been found to be comparable to the UK AS levels, A levels, I'm sorry, AA levels. So a learner who would have offered the IEB Further Studies program is operating at that level. And already that sets you apart and it prepares you for that beyond, the world beyond uh, your high school learning So doing the, your, your matric exams and curriculum through the IEB connects you to the global network of academic recognition around the world? That, 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 that's, it, that's it, that's it. In terms of the, the subjects, the further study subjects that you would have offered. But so, so that's fascinating. Yeah. I want to go down to, through the breakdown of the sure. things that IB offers. Just before, and I just want to introduce uh, um, uh, Dono. I don't know what's happening to me today. You see, I'm so fascinated by confidence, and she's keeping me focused, and that's great. But uh, I will get to you, because, you know, we're speaking about subject uh, choice and, you know, where we go with that. You are the head of academics at King David Linksfield. Correct. And first of all, let's get to know you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's quite an honor to be here. Um, yeah, I'm the academic head at King David Linksfield High School, and um, we are an academically aspirant school, um, so there are the high achievers, but not only the academic uh, achievers, but we also have children with barriers to learning that manage to get um, a matric pass, a degree pass, and uh, we're very, very proud of both the students that do academically they shoot out the lights as well as the kids that uh, manage to to achieve a pass which wasn't attainable for them prior to that okay so i'm gonna ask you a question to start before we even get into this interview deeper and and you know i i am aware that we're in the discussion with confidence as well as the head of ieb however the king david school is a school that is a community school meaning that any child from the community can come into the school without checking their academic levels before they come into school and bring them up to the uh, um, up to the level where they're at you as a prince as in charge of the academics and the the choice of subjects how do you manage it hearing that the ib is the highest level uh, curriculum choice in south africa and you're basically taking everybody who wants to do it and putting them on the top level isn't that a bit too much? So you're absolutely right, Rabbi. Um, we don't have any entrance exams, which most private schools do have. Um, we accept all Jewish students uh, that would like to come into the King David schools. Um, so it's twofold, I think. The first is that we have a brilliant and dynamic uh, staff which go out of their way to um, help the, the students achieve their best possible um, 
results in, in matric and also um, we offer many programs in which uh, we can help the students that are struggling or even the students that are on the top end and wanting to just get that distinction um, and those types of programs include clinics that the teachers offer as well as our ed support program which um, help those students that uh, are struggling a little bit more to get the help in the subjects that they need. Amazing. Confidence, what do you think about King David schools being able to bring in almost anybody and get them to do the IEB so well? Which, by the way, sitting with their students and hearing about all the distinctions and the amazing work that they're doing, obviously it's working. How do you see it working? I think, and I think, <coughs> I kept saying this when we released results at the beginning of the year, that all the sort of exceptional passes that we see in metric, the IEB NSM exam, it's really all due to the hard work of both learners and teachers at schools. And so I think where King David schools are concerned, it's a lot of hard work that goes into preparing these learners. But I think also it's a collaborative experience. It's, it's, it's learners, it's teachers, and it's the parents uh, taking part in this learning experience because None of the three can do it on their own. And really, I think um, this really shows how much committed learners and teachers are to making sure that they prepare learners for the metric exam. Um, as a joint effort. As a joint effort. Everybody. And it's important that it be noted that it's a joint effort. Amazing. You must be proud of them. Absolutely. I mean, they, they did us proud, hey? Honestly, they, they, as I keep saying, they made the IEB shine, and it's all due to their hard work, as I said. Amazing. Yeah. Really, really nice to see. So I just um, I will give an opportunity to any parents or uh, any listeners or anybody, if you're a therapist, if you're a parent, if you're anyone who wants to know about the IEB or about what's happening tonight, which we're going to get to right after the break, to the big event that is coming up, just send us an SMS, 34519 is the SMS line, or Telegram, 061-895-1019, Telegram, 061-895-1019, SMS, 34519. The Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years. 101.9 We are back and we are discussing education and the IB system and how the schools have been doing so well and really looking at just beginning to start to explore how the academic system and work works and we get to an understanding of what is best for our students, what is best for our children, what is best for our society to going forward academically. However, as we're speaking about the school and with the school, we always need to remember that school ends at the end of matric and then there's a whole life in front of you. And it's beautiful to see when we actually plan during schooling, what is the future holding? Where are we going to? And how do we address our next step today to, based on what we need to do today for getting on to the next step in life and in the future? And for that, it's good to see that there are... That's, your organization, uh, Rabbi Sif, from standing as the Jewish Board of Educators, say, are thinking about tomorrow, and that is the big event coming up tonight. That's What's right, happening? Rabbi. Thank you. So, yes, yeah, so tonight, uh, in fact, it's, it's not a new event. It's something that uh, the South African Board of Jewish Education, SABGI, has hosted for a number of years. Um, what we found is that children are prepared brilliantly for their matric um, our schools are outstanding. Um, all of the Jewish community schools really do a fantastic job in preparing the kids for their matric. 
but there was always a little gap then what what's the next step once you've gotten your matric where are you going where are you heading what do you study um, it's a very overwhelming world the tertiary world there are so many options and I think that's become compounded in recent times with uh, almost a proliferation of global study um, our community are looking should they study locally should they study overseas so for many years SABG has hosted an event for the community not just for the King David schools really for all grade 11s and grade 12s wherever they may be any Jewish child or anyone in the Jewish school in Johannesburg um, or elsewhere anyone's welcome to come uh, we hope we host a careers evening uh, where we have 64 exhibitors from universities both local and foreign we have and we expose children to the smorgasbord of opportunity that lies ahead for them we have uh, advertising organizations we have colleges we have accounting firms we have hotel schools we have uh, beauty schools um, as well as different volunteer opportunities for children after school and we host we, we host a number of the local community organizations uh, who all exhibit at the event tonight and we really just encourage parents to come along with your kids if they're in grade 11 and 12 just to see what's out there to expose them to the wider world to give them a bit of direction for when that day comes when you do get your amazing matric results where you headed thereafter where what does the future hold for you and I really do believe our schools all provide the local Jewish community. They really provide these kids with so many opportunities. The world is their oyster. They're just not always so sure where to head. So we're hoping that tonight's event will shed some light on all the opportunities awaiting uh, the grade 11s and the matrics for their future. Are there any plumbers or electricians that are exhibiting? There are definitely colleges. I've got a whole list here of the 64 rabbis. So while you're asking more questions, I'll even scan the list. So you can scan the list because I'm going to be annoying. Like I have been in quite a few shows lately and watching, you know, the unbelievable academic results and really seeing everybody doing so well. And then seeing that we do live in a society that does need blue-collared workers and we do need plumbers and we do need electricians and we do need people that can work with their hands and builders and are our schools preparing them for that case if somebody is not going to be a professor in university what is what are their options looking forward and is the curriculum preparing them for that sort of work and you know stability going forward while Rabbi, while you look at it i'd love to hear from confidence Thank you. Thank you for that, Rabbi. I think <coughs> the beauty, really, of the um, South African curriculum is that it allows teachers and schools to be as innovative as they want to be. Um, the only thing that the minister would always say is that uh, as long as you don't take away from the curriculum that's prescribed, but you can enhance the curriculum whichever way you want to. As I said, uh, the IEB does this brilliantly to enhance that, to make that teaching and learning experience an enhanced experience. And so when you look at the offerings at the IEB, you'll see that um, there's quite a lot of innovation that goes into it to prepare these kids to make sure that um, it's not only content but other skills that we expose them to. I can just share a few uh, of these Great, of please. these offerings that we have. We we have what we call the collaborative problem solving uh, project. Where last year I can just cite the one that we had last year. It was for grade seven learners, and really the topic was about them coming up with a school of the future. And it was really fascinating to see how these kids were able to think about this critically and they would apply both ethical and critical and creative thinking into this project. But the, the sort of the, what they came out with was, was mind-blowing. And I'm talking here grade 
seven learners. Um, I really, my mind was blown away um, to see wow. what, how, how, how able and capable they are of thinking beyond a level that you can ever imagine. But if these kids were only confined to content in terms of the subjects, they would never be you know, exposed to these other skills that really prepare them for the world beyond grade 12. Is that a given for all the schools and all the uh grades because what you're talking about is is phenomenal because you know we're living in a world that the kids are are flooded with content in school but really online and social media and everything and to become thinkers is a very crucial skill that we're getting less and less of naturally so is that part of the ib almost curriculum or something that is expected or it's an initiative that the school needs to choose so these are these are initiatives that come from the IEB. We open this up to schools and schools can then decide if they want to take part in all in any of these uh, initiatives. Um, and I'm only speaking to schools that are registered with the IEB. Uh, right. so it's not open really to all the schools, but the IEB registered schools. And while talking about the, 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 the collaborative problem solving project that I spoke to, um, there are others that I'm, I just want to touch on a little bit, if you okay. allow me to do that. I will. I just before you go on to the next sure. one, I just want to hear from Dino. This is a great thing of an idea of, you know, helping the students get the, the thinking skills and going into depth and really realizing and getting the surroundings. How is that implemented by you? So we definitely do um, look at 21st uh, century thinking skills, things like uh, collaboration, communication, research, um, problem solving, critical thinking, and that's all incorporated in the way that our school implements assessments. So you'll see that, especially in our grade eight and nine years, we offer assessments that are pure less to do with the content and more about the skills that they need so that they can go forward into the FET band which is grade 10, 11 and 12 but also beyond that going into the big wide world and being able to um, apply these skills and be able to um, fit into this world that demands so much off of them Wow, so definitely happening what are the other projects? Let's go let's take another one and I'm glad that Dino mentioned <coughs> the fact that our assessments are not only on content, but really exposing learners to all these other skills that they need for the, for the world beyond grade 12. So we have also um, what we call um, international benchmarking tests, which we offer through um, ASA in Australia. And these are meant for grade, grades 3 to 10 in mathematics, English, um, science and reasoning skills. And I find that schools, we have quite a lot of schools that take part in these assessments because as I say, and as Dino says, they prepare learners for all these skills um, that are outside of uh, you know, your day-to-day -day content that learners should be familiar with. Um, we also have what we call core skills tests that are meant for grade six, grade six learners. We also have grade nine subject specific tests that we offer um, at grade nine level. And these are on mathematics and languages, language of teaching and learning. Um, and again, okay. these are skills-based tests, really, that seek to assess those specific skills. Um, I was looking at the, and I think it's interesting to share this, I was reading the, um, the World Economic Forum uh, report of 2023. The, it's about jobs for the future. And they emphasize jobs and skills that are, that are sought after. And critical thinking skill is one skill that comes up tops. And so the assessments that you offer at the IEB really are, in, are aligned to that, 
making sure that we prepare these learners to be critical thinkers, to be problem solvers and not just creators of problems when they go out into the society out there. We have enough creators of problems that I, of that I think we can agree on. So looking into that, what is the role that you think the IEB learners have in our society? Do they take a specific role in the economy in the future? Or they could really be anybody within the, the economy? Or would they have a specific role of either leaders or thinkers or academics? Or where, where would you put them in the scale of, of South Africa? I think they can be anything they want to be, really. I think a learner who comes out of the IEB system with all this teaching and learning from all these schools, the King David schools and all other IEB schools, um, as well as learners who've gone through these assessments that I've just outlined here, is ready to face the world. Whether they go tertiary education route, whether they enter the world of work, they are, they've, they've, they've been capacitated to be individuals who can think critically, who can be able to solve problems. That, that, mean, that means they can be entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs is about solving problems, right? So I'm really, I see, them, I see them just being on their own and operating at whichever level they may want to operate. Amazing. I'm just going to remind our listeners, any questions, any comments, anything you want to ask, or if you want to hear, because we're going to hear now from Rebassif a bit about more of the options that we have tonight coming up. So SMS 34519 or Telegram 061-895-1019. Feel free to message, comment, question, anything you'd like. So are there electricians and plumbers? Rebassif, you'll be glad to know that there's really, as I said before, there are so many options on tonight's, uh, tonight's careers evening. Um, we have a whole host of organizations which themselves have different careers, careers in vocational, like the rabbi was saying, uh, woodwork, plumbing, things like that. There are also institutions that um, gear student up, students up for a life of sports training and fitness training, animation for kids who are more creative, sound engineering. Um, there's even gap year programs and work experience programs in the U.S. that are exhibiting tonight. Um, there's psychology, there's fashion. One of the colleges that we're hosting tonight has courses in digital marketing, photography, graphic design, radio presenting, Rabbi, you'd be glad to know. Maybe I should get skilled. <laughs> Sewing, sound recording, <laughs> okay. event and wedding planning, video production, introduction to acting, special effects and makeup. And I think this is what's so exciting about tonight is that when you know generally you come out of um, a top IEB school and you think about university, traditionally, I think our community look at the top degrees. They'll think of doctors, accountants, actuaries, engineers, but they don't realize that there's so much more out there. You don't have to be confined to a specific exactly. degree and you're able to channel children to channel their passions into an amazing career. So it's very important to come tonight. It's very important for our students or the whole Jewish community to see really what's out there for our students uh, beyond, beyond their matricula. Okay. As a leader of the King David schools, why did you choose the IEB? We chose the IEB also a number of years ago, Rabbi, even before my time. I think the IEB just really distinguished itself. We understood that in a competitive world, in a world where you want to make sure that your children have the skills that they need um, for the future to get careers and to really be change makers and to make a difference in the world, we had to have an assessment body that really set us apart and gave, us, gave our students that, that, that step up. Um, and we believe that the IB did that. Their, their curriculum is rigorous. Um, it is very deep. 
producing the making the children into thinkers as was mentioned before and 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 IB has a global reach which is something we haven't really discussed today but the IB is a very highly regarded degree around the world and we believe therefore if we could have an assessment body aligned with our schools that opens the doors to local universities as well as giving our children the opportunity to study overseas then the IB is a natural partner we also love working with them which is a side point uh, I'm going to get to that right now I'm going to get to that right now because you know what I'm really enjoying to see while I'm speaking to you guys is a a very in strong connection. So I have on the one side, I have Dino, who is the hands-on. He speaks to the students. He's up to date. He knows what's happening with students. He knows what they like to choose, what their worries are, what their fears are, what you, you know their life. I'm assuming it's even keeping you a bit younger than, it, than you would expect because, you know, you're in that vibe with the students hands-on. And then I look at the other side and I have confidence, who is the CEO of the IEB. You have the whole of South Africa under your wing and you have everything happening there. And many times you would worry that there's quite a gap between the end, I don't want to say end students, and their thoughts, feelings, emotions to the CEO of IEB and the leader of the IEB. How are you guys actually covering this gap? How are you making it so smooth between the chain of command, between the CEO to the heads-on leader of, of, you know, choice of subjects. I'm going to choose any one of you three could start, could answer this one. I'm happy to jump in first, Rabbi. I think think the first point to note is that the IEB is built around educators. It's not an organization of administrators and people who don't know about education. They have very, all the senior staff themselves were teachers or have a deep educational experience. So they know children, they understand children, they also understand the world outside. And I think on the ground, so ultimately what you have is an organization of teachers talking to teachers. And I think that's what we really do love about our our association with the IEB is that they get us. They get where our students are at. They're prepared to work with the schools. They have forums where the schools can actually give feedback to the IEB um, on different. So there's this constant feedback loop that exists between the schools and the IEB. um, And it's almost seamless. Um, And I think it is very much, it's not only top down, but it's also bottom up. Uh, and really, really there's a fantastic relationship between our schools and the so it's not only about educators and educators it's also about talking the concept that you are talking to each other and communicating with each other how do you see it confidence sure I think I think Rabbi Steve has really captured that accurate like it actually make him my spokesperson <laughs> and I can be <laughs> not a bad idea yeah I think I think adding on to what he said um, so there is that constant a collaboration between the, the IEB and educators at schools. We do have a range of workshops and courses that we offer um, to, to help these teachers in terms of what the, their day-to-day teaching and learning. We do have courses for, for, for assessors and moderators. We have also our off-the-shelf sort of IEB designed courses um, that talk to, you know, assessment design matters that talk to uh, project-based learning matters that talk to core skills matters. Remember we talked about skills earlier on? We do have workshops that talk to that. Workshops that talk to creative thinking matters um, using data I think we're going too so fast through the workshop, workshops sure. and I'd love to hear them. So let's take a short break and when we come back we'll start breaking down through the, the workshops and things that we have right. and to see what, what we have there. The Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch Rabbi G. We are back, and right before the break, um, 
Confidence was speaking about the who, by the way, if you just joined now, is the CEO of the IEB. And she was speaking about the different workshops that the IEB has to offer. And, you know, we were going too fast to actually appreciate because a lot of them, uh, it sounds amazing, all the hard work coming into. So maybe if you can just go through them again and let's see the, the different workshops that you d- IEB does offer. Thank you, Rabbi. Um, so, as I said, we do have courses that are accredited um, that we offer to our teachers out there. These are accredited by the ETDP CETA, the Education and Training Development Sector uh, Authority. And so these are really meant to enhance their assessing and moderating skills. Uh, teachers go through their teaching teacher training and they come out not really uh, okay with assessment issues and it's important to make sure that we familiarize them with those so these workshops are really designed to make sure that teachers are familiar with assessment strategies assessment principles and so on and so forth but in addition to these accredited courses we offer we also have what we call off-the-shelf uh, training workshops that are designed by the IEB um, we have various presenters or facilitators that offer these um, for the IEB. Now, these are the ones that I mentioned, for instance, uh, one al- around core skills matters, um, where we really go into what really is required when you want to prepare these kids to have these k- skills that are sought after that I spoke to earlier on. We also have uh, workshops talking u- around using data effectively. Um, we do know that there wow. is so much that we can do with data. We have so much data on our hands, which we don't use effectively to inform our teaching and learning practices. So we have a workshop designed for that. We have a workshop that talks about assessment design matters, how to design your assessments as a teacher, and a whole lot of other workshops, really, that I've mentioned. That's really amazing to, yeah. to hear all that. And, and, you know, the concept of usage of everything you have mm. is quite important and mm. seeing how do we get that. So I do want to go from you to, you know, and hear from you. Okay, so you're obviously helping the kids with the subject choice and what they're doing and getting through school. And then they need to get to university. What is that like? What is your role in that? How do you guide them? How do we direct them into university um, when that's the case? Uh, can anybody get into university? What do you need for that a, a bit more of that angle? So the best advice I can give towards that is that uh, depending on which university you want to go to, to check the prospectus that's available on that on the university websites, um, there's... It's, it, there's certain categ- uh, criteria that they need to have to get into the universities. The first, obviously, is the academics, um, and the academics lead to- towards an AP score, which is the admission point score. And each university's admission point score is different depending on how they calculate the admission point score. There are some uh, faculties at some universities also require NBTs, which are the national benchmark tests. Um, But more importantly, what universities are now looking at is that the student comes with a holistic background. In other words, are they involved in team sports? Are they involved in committees? Do they do culturals? Um, It's it's a lot more of a bigger picture, holistic picture on how this this student has been uh, groomed and developed into a student that is going to fly at university and university life, the demands that university ask of them. Um, and I think uh, we're very fortunate at King David um, that we offer all these different types of activities and uh, the students really get involved, which sets them up really well to uh, apply to different universities. 
amazing and and the you know the the bigger structure of, of seeing everything and you know all the other disciplines and other areas besides academic science sounds important we don't always realize and see from that side of things um, it's nice to see all the comments and points coming in um, about what everybody said but one uh, question practical question I'm gonna raise from the SMS is coming in just for you, I guess, Rebus, if you can answer. We, we've spoken quite a bit about tonight's event and for older kids, and I guess Jewish moms are getting worried at a younger age. Um, younger mothers are asking, at what age is appropriate? When can they start joining and coming to tonight? Well, so tonight really is focused on a grade 11 to 12 student, someone who's already chosen their subjects and is starting to plan for the, the future ahead. If a parent would like to come tonight as children in a younger grade, I would say they could come, pop in, absolutely no uh, nothing to lose by coming past. I don't know if I would bring their children. It may overwhelm them and it's, uh, you know, they may feel a little bit out of place because it's for a slightly older crowd. Uh, but if any parents are, are giving thought to where they want to be, where they'd like their kids to go, it's a lovely opportunity to, to come past and to, to, to experience and to see what's out there. So if, if, if this particular parent asked the question, would like to, like to come tonight with the greatest of pleasure. Uh, I would say every educator or therapist or, or anybody who's involved in the community should be there tonight. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely planning to see you guys there tonight, but um, really to, to be involved and to see, I think it's, it's quite Agreed. crucial. I think it's a, it's a night of broadening your horizons, really, and, and not thinking exactly. within the box. There's a lot more outside the box, and then we encourage kids to come, grade 11s and 12s, their parents, community members, come and see what, what, the future, what future awaits your children. What's, what, what the options are. When we look at the broader world, as we say, beyond South Africa, where does the IB come in place in communication? You mentioned at the beginning of the show a bit about the recognition and the level, but is there um, international connections with the IB and other countries and works like that? Um, so we do have, um, and I think somebody said that earlier on, we do have quite a number of learners who gain access to universities internationally, um, including those Ivy League in universities uh, in the U.S. and those, you know, esteemed universities in the U.K. Um, so, so holders of the IEB NSC have been accepted through the years to those universities. And so we've established a link um, between the IEB and those institutions where they can reach out to us at any point. If there's anything of clarity they would want to know about our cu curriculum, about our offering. So there is that sort of, you know, talking or collaboration with universities internationally. Okay, amazing. So there is that. That's just where it comes in. Uh, we do need to take our last break for the show. And then when we come back, we're going to start wrapping up and see where we go with this. A short break, and we will be right back. The Chai Chinuch Show is brought to you by King David Schools, the cornerstone of our community for 75 years. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch, We are back, and we're really starting to end towards the end of today's show. Really been a fascinating discussion with the uh, people that are shaping our community and society for future work and what our culture and society is going to look for look in the next years to come. So I think really uh, very important to hear their opinion and their thoughts and the the power they're holding, the amazing work they're doing and really making uh, South Africa and the community to uh, a great place going forward. And just to uh, end off the show, I would really like to ask each of you what is your hope and vision for South Africa, for learners, for the community? Where would you love to see this country go to and the kids achieve? And just what society are we uh, going to look at and towards? I'll start with you, Dino Angelo, who is 
just to remind everybody, the head of the academics at King David High School at Linksfield. So thank you, Rabbi. Uh, to answer your question, I think... Um, without being too flippant to do much more of the same of what we're doing at King David. Um, we've seen um, year after year how the uptake to universities, um, we can proudly boast that we're one of, if not the top feeder school to Wits University. Um, and not only that we're a, a strong feeder school to the universities, but also that our throughput in terms of students that start uni uh, university degrees and finish university degrees is um, it's massive. Um, also, the number of students that we see getting accepted into these prestigious universities overseas, be it uh, the US on the East Coast, the UK, Australia, Israel, um, there's just a Canada, there's, there's so much. Um, going right at the moment for them and uh, we we need to continue doing this creating global citizens um, that are flourishing in universities both here and abroad amazing which is exactly what you're doing well done Thank you. Um, very uh, important concept and just hope that all the talent comes back to South Africa as we Absolutely. definitely need it <laughs> okay um, uh, going to you your hope and vision you uh, and you have South Africa literally under the IB and under your wing uh, so just to remind everybody I'm here with uh, Confidence Nicolo who is the CEO of the IEB what is your hope and vision what would you love to see um, so I think from our part as the IEB really we do our best to prepare these learners through working through schools of course with teachers at schools and um, to make sure that these learners come out as people would be able to compete fairly globally. Um, my really plea is that these learners should be, should be supported adequately by parents and not be pressurized into careers that parents would have wanted to go into and they did not, were not able to go into. I think with the support that they get from schools, they're in a position to really, with guidance of course, be in a position to to choose what they want, who and what they want to be. You know, people normally talk about uh, kids must just be happy. Let them go into careers that will make them happy at the end of the day. Let's not put pressure on them. Of course, with guidance, as I keep saying, the the, the thing about pressure that's 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 placed on these kids, it ends up driving them into all sorts of directions. But if we guide them and we sort of working together with them, leading into spaces that they may want to go into. I think that's the sort of the, what we want to see happening. Amazing. Really. And really, and to, if they're happy, that would lead them to success and, and achievement. And go. really, uh, I think what you, the point you're making about parents is amazing. We always have to remember that our kids are their own individuals. It's not like a babushka that you have a little child inside you that needs to be identical and what we want to get but actually see them for who they are we, we're running out of time but Rabbi see if I have to hear your vision and hope quickly so I can see we're running out of time Rabbi my, my vision and my hope is that we just produce amazing South African citizens who love their country people who are prepared to really go into any degree or career that they wish to but ultimately people who are good people with values-based education I think that's what our community offers you know the, these children are growing up not just getting an academically amazing education but they're growing up as good people with value systems anchored in Jewish identity and Jewish pride and and my hope is that that just continues for many years to come amazing thank you rabbi thank you so much so thank you rabbi Sif.
for being here tonight, today, this afternoon, and really the, the, all the insight. Thank you, Confidence Nicolo, who is the CEO of the IB. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to Dino Angelo. The, you see, I learn. Eventually, I get there. <laughs> uh, the head of academics at King David Linksfield High, High School. Yes. And thank you, Craig, for managing the show so perfectly. Thank you, Sana, for putting this interview together with Jackie and helping everybody to get in place and to run and making the show and beyond everybody. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for following and being and being connected in order to make this better future and this great place to be. Thank you. We will be back as we do every Monday, 2 to 3. In the meantime, just grow, achieve, and stay safe.